All right, welcome new listeners and beloved weekly critics to another fantastic episode of the Recreational Critics Podcast, where we review streaming service films with our unqualified opinions. I'm your host, Jason, with my co-host and father, Marvin. Hey, how's everybody doing? And in the studio today, you guys won't be able to hear him too well, but we have my grandfather, Marvin, as well. He's here. He's uh, visiting for his birthday. So you just had a birthday yesterday, Dad, mm-hmm. right? You're, how old are you now? 52, 53? Stop it. Nah, I'll I give you a hard time. He's 49. You will be 50 next year, though. Big 5-0 is coming mm. up. Man. And uh, when I said that Grandpa's here visiting for the, his birthday, he also had his birthday yesterday. So a little fun fact, both my fathers are named Marvin. Uh, my father and his dad is named Marvin. And then they both had the same birthday. Different years, though, right? <laughs> yeah, okay. Just gotta make, gotta make sure that one that yeah. one checks out. Yeah. So this week we're gonna go over a few things in news, and we're gonna actually review a movie this week for the first time in a while. Uh, but just spoiler, it wasn't that good. So I guess we can just end the podcast now. <laughs> Not a good movie, right? No. Thank you. Bye bye bye. Our shirts. We need to, <laughs> no. We need to talk about this one. <laughs> yeah, this movie's pretty bad. So uh, if you want to get started, we can get started on some news first before we press forward with the film. All right. All right, so big news this week. It's been everywhere, but GameStop stock, GameStop stock, GameStop. <laughs> yeah, say it fast. Yeah, it's a tongue twister. So uh, with some people reviewing GameStop and how they're going under and things, a group of people got together on Reddit. And this is very crash course, rudimentary understanding, and I'm probably very ignorant in the actual facts behind it all. But essentially, a bunch of people got together to inflate GameStop stock and in turn cause a hysteria throughout the stock market, all the way down to Robinhood shutting down the stocks, uh, Wall Street uh, we're losing so much money out of this. Ro- I mean, the scandals too already, a yeah. week of scandals involving this. They went all the way from $18 to $400 in the course of a week. Yeah, on all of the different news outlets, I've been seeing the, the guy that inspired the Wolf of Wall Street, mm-hmm. um, he's been on all of the, the different right. talking about this. It's, it's, it's pretty it, big. Yeah, and I think one of the big things that it proves is that a group of people can get together and essentially take on the stock market and free trade and shape it in whatever way they seem fit to benefit themselves. Yeah. So it's going to either add limitations or add restrictions on the market which then is it free trade anymore at that point yeah um but yeah hedge funds lost and small players won yeah it's essentially what happened so in this in this situation i want to say yay for the small guy right yeah so, good on everyone bunch of nerds on reddit getting together and deciding we're gonna do this and for everybody and, that played and got some money from it yep good on hey, you yeah uh however though this did not help GameStop, just to make things clear. Like, GameStop is still hurting because of this. Yeah. And they're probably hurting even more, more. Yeah. But, you know, we, the little guy proved something, though. And as, as of right now, the GameStop, the GameStop stock is sitting pretty high still. It's still at 350 Yeah. It's incredibly high. Yeah. So, keep buying. It might even just keep going up. Who knows? I'm not an expert. Don't take my advice on any of this. <laughs> so... Uh, all right. I got some more news. Friday the Thirteenth producers are suing Warner Brothers over the HBO Max release. So, a lot of these, and this harkens back to other stuff of Christopher Nolan. He he backed out. He's not working with Warner Brothers anymore. 
Ever. Really? Yeah, Legendary Pictures and him backed out. Because okay. of releasing movies to streaming, he loses profit. And in his eyes, he lost. Um, you lose a movie going experience and how a movie is supposed to be watched. Not at home, but, you know, in a cinema. Yeah. So he, uh, him and other producers and directors, they lost a lot of money off the HBO Max release plan. So they're very upset over it. And so the producers of Friday the 13th are suing Warner Brothers over profit loss. Wow. I did not know about that one. We're a podcast on film reviews and you're not knowing about the big no, stuff on a film? I, yeah. Come on now. I, I had other things, other right. news that. Okay, let me hear it. Okay. The number one news of the week. Yep. My Chiefs are headed back to the Super Bowl. Didn't we already discuss this last week? I don't care. My Chiefs are coming back to the Super Bowl. Actually, you know what? We did not discuss this last yeah. week. And even if we did, my Chiefs are going back to the Super Bowl. I'm, I'm proud of them. You know who yeah. else is going back to the Super Bowl? I don't care. I mean, he's been there nine times uh, already. Overrated. Right. You know, the GOAT. <laughs> the one and only TB12. Yeah. You might even go you might even go there twelve times. T B twelve, huh? He might even go there twelve times. Twelve times. Two, two more times after this and he'd be T B twelve Super Bowl appearance twelve uh, times. Uh whatever. Now I will say this, uh, and I'm gonna officially say it on the air. Uh huh. I've always trashed him. You know, I was always saying Montana was the GOAT. Right. Um Montana's <laughs> I'm gonna now officially say that Tom Brady is one one B, one B. No, whatever. No, he he's the goat. If you can make it to the Super Bowl ten times, yeah. How can you not over be the two goat? different franchises? Yeah. How can you not and be the goat? You can always people always make the argument the Patriots are the best team, or you know they have a stacked team and they have a shitty division or whatever else. But he took the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, historically a terrible team in the yeah. last twenty years. Took them all the way to the Super Bowl. His first year. Yep. In the wild card. And to beat the Saints, right? That's That was their division leaders? Uh, I can't remember who they beat. Yeah, they took the they, division leaders, Saints, and then beat them. Yes. And Oh, and Saints were one of the favorites. Right. You know? Yeah. For a long time, it was, people were saying it was between the- Saints and Packers. Saints and, yep, Saints and Packers. And he beat both of them. Mm-hmm. So, good on, good on Tom Brady. What a yeah. what a true champ. We have a we have a sign dedicated to him for the podcast right here. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, you love it, right? Not really. You want to read the quote that we have engraved here in the studio? Yeah, I'll go ahead and read the quote. You want to know which ring is my favorite? The next one. Yes. And he anyway. has and he has lots of those. Yeah. Joe Montana can put all his rings on one hand. Tom Brady can't do that. Yeah. He can't make that possible. Yeah. But but Mahomes' rings are just bigger. Right. So that was, so, your, that, that was your big news, right? No, that was, yeah, that's Wait, the news rings? that matters Wait, I'm, I'm the sorry, most. I'm sorry, his rings You mean ring No, he's about to have another one. ring It's about to be another one. I think you need to go back to school because he will have implies that I'm giving I'm one. giving him credit for the one that he's going to win in the Super oh. Bowl early. So if he does win, good on him, you know. Yeah. He's only a 33% of what Tom Brady is at that point. Why are you bringing up math? You know, I don't like it. Yeah, yeah, it's hard for you. I know. <laughs> no, it's not hard. I just don't like it. Did you know 49 plus one is 50? You got one more year to your 50. You know what? Did <sighs> <laughs> 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 uh, you dye your chin? Are you serious right now? <laughs> the gray hairs are like they're missing a little bit. 
All right, we can move on from that. There's no reason, no reason to bash you too much on your age. Yeah. Not in the first eight minutes of the podcast. Yeah. We have plenty more time to handle that. Hey, Dad, after this podcast, you might have to, you might have to like uh, protect him because he might have to get the beat down. Right. Yeah. Right. Like he can't even make that happen anymore. Are you sick? Oh, you oh. see this stuff. <laughs> so we have two deaths this week in the celebrity world. I guess two yeah. big ones. Yeah. Larry King famous TV show host and talk show host dies of COVID-19 complications. And then we have Cicely Tyson, who, you know, huge Hollywood icon Mm -hmm. dies at the age of 96 yesterday. Yeah. How how old was Larry King? 82. I'm sure he was older than that. Larry King age. He's 87. 87. I'll tell you what though. Larry King to me was CNN, you know, for, for a while. For a for, long time, yep. Yeah. Like, whenever I thought of him, he was the face mm-hmm. of CNN. Yeah. I I don't quite know the complications behind Cicely Tyson's death, um, but she had a hell of a career over the, I mean, course of decades and decades, half a millennia, half a century, she's been mm-hmm. making films, so. Yeah. Um, what would be one of your favorite Cicely Tyson movies? I know it's not probably going to be one of the award-winning mm-hmm. movies but just because i was a kid and i liked stuff it's gonna be busting that. loose okay with richard Pryor, i liked her in that mm-hmm. she was the school teacher slash love interest right that was like my and then of course um you know um she had she had a lot she had she did oh, a yeah. lot of plays a lot of stuff um i can't really just say one thing you mm-hmm. know She's one of those actresses that really didn't have like big headlining movies, but she was more of a a, a supporting actress. A, yeah, she was a, just a, a standout supporting actress. Yeah, standout. There you go. So you have like your Gary Oldman. He's yes. a standout supporting actor. Yes. So along that same. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, she was like a trailblazer too. Right. So uh, my last bit of news is the Snyder Cut. Once again, talking about that. Instead of it, instead of being four one-hour chunks that it was originally going to be, it's going to be one four-hour movie. Whoa! Uh, releasing March eighteenth on HBO Max. So they're gonna they put it all together, and it's going to be I one guess movie. so. One long movie. Four hours. I don't know if I can sit there and watch a four-hour movie. I know you can't. Yeah. But I don't think I can either. That's a long time. I don't know. I could watch The Godfather. It's not four hours though. It's what like. Three, almost three, or right, but almost three is, you know, a whole hour off from four. Yeah, true. I because some this is gonna go to theaters in some places. Yeah, and so imagine sitting down in a theater for four hours watching a movie. Yeah, they should have kept it at least at two parts, maybe. Right. It's probably gonna be. Um, I bet you if it's in a theater, especially, it'll have an intermission. Yeah. Because you saw, oh, what is that? Lin Manuel Miranda, Hamilton. Did you ever end up watching that on Disney Plus? Still haven't seen it. Oh, you're missing out. It's fantastic. But they had an intermission at one point, even during the filming of it for the um, home release versus. It's like you were at a real play. I can see them doing an intermission style showing of this just to kind of break up the monotony of watching a four hour film. Yeah. But. All right. You ready to talk about our movie of the week? Yes. So we decided this week to review. Uh, sorry. Let's rewind a little bit. We decided a week ago to review Outside the Wire, starring Anthony Mackie, 
and something uh something Idris. I don't remember his name. I'm gonna have to look it up now. Outside the Wire, starring Anthony Mackie and Damson Idris. All right. So we were gonna review this last week, right, Marvin? Yeah. Why are you bringing up old stuff? What What happened? Uh, again, why are you bringing up old stuff? This is not old. It's seven days old. I if know. You, it's just as old as the Chiefs making the Super Bowl for the third time in history. Yeah, but yeah, come on, man. So what happened? I don't remember. Yeah, he forgot to watch the movie. So we had to cover a different topic. However, this week we're back to the original topic from last week, which really means we're still a week behind, but not really. So we're, we're going to review the movie Outside the Wire starring Anthony Mackie and damn son Idris. You, you want to tell us what this movie was about? It's about it's about this drone operator, correct? Um who who ends up uh disobeying an order. D- disobeying an order. Right. And he was to be punished, right. I guess. It results in the death of two army soldiers or yes. marines. And they they were trying to like a uh, punish I don't know if it's punishment. They were trying to teach him humanity. Right, and to understand what it's like to be a guy on the ground, not a guy sitting behind a computer. So they put him outside the wire, blah blah blah, and he was to work outside the wire to gain some sense of humility and, and humanity and to, humanity, yeah, to relate more to soldiers he was supposed to be protecting from behind a computer. Let's just open it up this way: this would never happen in yeah. the real military. Yo, I don't know how the drone stuff uh, is. It, it would but, never happen. Yeah. Imagine all the money for training they the military pumped in to drone operators and mm-hmm. pilots or whatever to then throw them into an infantry style mission where the training is significantly less expensive. Yeah. I mean, they're they're an organization. They have to think about the cost effectiveness of throwing this kind of guy out there. But back to the the plot. Right. Um so they brought put him outside the wire. Yep. Hence the name of the movie. And Oh, that's why they called it that. Yeah. Oh, okay, got it. And then hit um they had uh Mackie, Anthony uh-huh. Mackie's right. character turned out to be like an android. Oh, hold on, hold on. He was to work with Anthony Mackie's character yes. outside the wire to bring vaccinations to an impoverished people within a war yes, zone. Yes, women and children right. of this. So then they decide to make a review. Five minutes after meeting the character, Anthony Mackie's character, they decided to do a, already show you the twist. And the twist is he's part android, you know, he's a cyborg essentially. And that plays a part because there's like MIT level robot soldiers and stuff like that as well. And and he's supposed to be the bridge between the two, half human, half robot. Yeah. Something, something along those lines. Mm -hmm. They should have saved that twist. There was no yeah, farther sh- down the movie. There was yes. no reason to show me that twist five minutes into it. Because then it becomes the uh, Idris's character. I can't remember his character's name now. Uh, Harp. Lieutenant Harp. Just com- asking him every five minutes. So can you do this? Yeah. So can you do that? Yeah. What was it like being a robot? Just stuff that nobody cared about. And I, I agree. It would have made the movie flow better. Right. If they would have waited. Um, to reveal that right so then you also find out that the army and the marines don't like this robot guy 
because he's different, mm-hmm. right? And the entire time, the robot guy is serving his own goals, and his own goals are to kill humanity to show them that they made a mistake creating robots. And yes. that's the plot. So and, he, and Harp's character also had had uh right. issues with the the human characters uh-huh. because of his lack of humanity earlier in the movie. Right. To where his relationship with them was Oh yeah. So um, at the beginning of the film, the order he disobeys was to not drop a bomb on these enemy forces because if he would he would kill two friendlies. Yes. He dropped it anyway, killed the friendlies, and now he's going outside the wire to be punished for his mistake. Mm-hmm. Who do they put him with? The people he just killed. Yes. He put, they put him with the same squad of people that he just got done killing two of their buddies. Yes. They, they were setting him to his death sentence. Yes. And That's what it was. It was go die by these army soldiers. Yeah, and they, they pretty much were like, like the first chance they had, they started beating him. Right. All for five minutes. And then they were cool with him after that. Yeah. They were like. That's all it took. It took one beating of five minutes. You recognize my voice? They, they, just, they punch him a few times, and then they go on a mission together, and they're buddies. I hated yeah. that. Well, I wouldn't say they were buddies, because they would make their little comments about, I hope I don't see you again. And, sure. You know, but then when it, came like down, uh, when it came down to the end of the movie, they were all buddies. So the whole plot was to find this super Osama Bin Laden kind of character in Ukraine, right, and stop him. And... That's the plan Harp has. That's the plan Anthony Mackie's character Leo has and the army has. Well, it turns out Leo, or Anthony Mackie's character, his actual plan was to pretend like he was going after this Ukrainian Osama Bin Laden, but to truly be working with them while working with the rebels, while working with the army to get access to nuclear missiles to kill people in Washington, D.C. Now, yes, and the rebels, okay. Now, that's that was... Sophia's team, right? Is that her name, Sophia? Sophia. Yeah, right. So she was a rebel. Yes. And she was just trying to get back at the people that were hurting the peop- the innocents. Yes. And So she's working with Anthony Mackey to go back yes. against the terrorists. Mm-hmm. But he's working with the terrorists and her and the U.S. Army all to, at the same to kill time. all three of them. Mm-hmm. Stupid. And you find this out about the hour mark of this movie. And then you have one more hour of Harp trying to convince the army and the rebels to team up with him so he can go stop Anthony Mackie's character. Who had the codes to the old nuclear right. um, uh, silos from the Cold War era. Yes. And so now he has to go on a solo mission to stop Anthony Mackie's character with the help of the army soldiers that he, squad members that he killed, the rebels, and a captain who just wants him to die for being an inhumane bastard or whatever. Mm-hmm. And that's the last half of the last hour of this very long and boring movie. <laughs> well, I, the only highlights I would give it, there were a few good fight sequences. Okay. With Anthony Mackie's character. Uh-huh. Um, but that's really the only excitement right. that I had. And that only lasted for a, a couple of A few minutes. seconds. Yeah. Right. What did you think of his design as an android? So he looks human, head up, and hands. When he takes off his shirt, he's like a see-through robot. Yeah, that was sort of weird. It was weird. And it, it wouldn't make you think that he would have any power or speed no. or anything. That like, he was strong at all. Mm-hmm. He, he looked like 
you ever watch those shows? I don't know what they're called, but when they they test weapons against dummies and they have those very realistic looking dummies where you can kind of see through them. Yes. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah. And they shoot the gun at it and it's supposed to be like actually going through a human or something. That's kind of what he looked like. He looked like gelatin. Yeah. See through gelatin. And it was really bad. Yeah. I and and I agree. I didn't and care for it. That was one of the biggest issues that I had with the movie was that part could have been the they they could have shown that at the very end, honestly. Mm-hmm. Right. Like that he was actually an android. Like um like they could have shown that he was a badass soldier. Yeah. The entire movie. And you're like, man, this guy's He's awesome. He's bad. Yeah. And then when you find out later he's an android, you'd be like, mm-hmm. Oh shit. Mm-hmm. I see it now. That's pretty cool or whatever. Yeah. And I don't know. And one okay, I'm gonna give you some of my Okay issues with it time right like there was a part in the movie like you said the last hour after he had convinced the um work with him Uh to go track down anthony mackie's character harp that's who i'm talking about um did you see how fast it took him to go go find him to find him all across regardless of if he had the drone assistance Mm -hmm. to locate him right anthony mackie's character was already like hours ahead hours ahead right and no and, one even knew where he was at. Yeah. Oh, you know what? This part drove me insane. So Harp's on the ground and realizes he needs help to track down Anthony Mackie. He picks up a cell phone and he calls a drone operator he works with back home in America. That, you know, that has to be like an 18-hour time difference because yeah. he's in Ukraine. Um, and he gives her a call and he's like, hey, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, not much. Yeah, really. yeah. And he's like, I need help. All right, what do you need? Yeah. And she starts helping him. Yeah. Why is she in Nevada and him in Ukraine and it's sunny out in both places? Right. And then then why the hell did she just stop whatever mission she was doing in Afghanistan or wherever the hell she was Mm -hmm. and go help this guy? And at the beginning of the movie, if you remember, she really wasn't feeling him. She wasn't feeling him because he broke the rules. Yeah. And you had the impression that she was not like his friend like that at all yeah he just gave her a ring she has her cell phone on her apparently which i mean i i don't know of any i don't know of anybody that does that job but i'm sure that uh i'm sure that you can't have your phone i I would imagine in that area that she would not have her phone with her yeah at all so uh quite crazy to insinuate this movie was within logic at all there's a lot of illogical moments also i know a lot of military people they don't wear their hats inside everyone wore their hats oh inside. and you know i know that yep and i noticed that I, mean, I, I had to look up the air force uniform just to be sure they weren't wearing their correct uniform yeah i know i noticed that um being a form a retiree yeah yeah though i always catch those in movies right though. so the air force wears brown name tapes they all wore black in these movies, all the Air Force. But hold on. But at the same time, I guess we could give them a pass because uh-huh. this movie took place in 2036. So, okay. So in the next 15 years, it's possible Yeah, they would change the Air Force yeah. uniform, but not really change it because it's still the exact same uniform. Yeah. But at one time when I was in, okay. we had a little it, black. It, yeah. 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 It, it could change. It could, yeah. it could very well change. Yeah. Uh, I... I like to try and guess the twist of a movie before it happens. The twist they had 
you know, not the him a robot kind of thing, the twist that he was portraying the army. Um in a very vague way portraying them. We'll get back to that. I thought the twist was Harp was also half robot, half human. You know what? I th- I did too. I honestly cuz every time he looks at a robot, like mm-hmm. one of the robot soldiers and they're like the simpleton robots. They mm-hmm. don't talk, Brandon. There's big hunks of metal that yeah. can shoot guns. Yeah. He talks to them. He says, sorry, excuse me. He's the only person that treats them like they're people. I thought that was because he was also a robot. And I, didn't know I did too. And I thought that's why they linked him up with Anthony Mackie's yeah. character. And yeah. But speaking of those robots, those versions of the robots you were talking about. Right. That's another issue I have. The CGI on that. Terrible. To me, look like the '80s Clash of the Titans. Oh, monsters. really? It was bad. Like, so, so they look the a lot like claymation type stuff. You've seen the movie Chappie, right? Or you've heard of it yes, before? I've watched. They it. look like that. They have that mm-hmm. kind of similar design. Yeah. They don't look as good. But Chappie actually looked better. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> like the and that movie came out what fifteen years ago? Ten years ago? Fifteen years ago? Probably like six years ago. I don't think it was that. 2015. Okay. Dang. I'm like way <laughs> off. It yeah, just seemed like are. it was a long time ago. Yeah. It came out in 2015. Yeah. Uh, But it, it, it has that kind of design, that kind of style. Yes. But it looks so much worse than this. Mm-hmm. And he, he does, every time he walks by one, he says, excuse me, sorry, how are you doing? Yeah. He talks to them. And as soon as he starts talking to them, I'm like, oh, okay, he's also a robot. I, I, Thought that too. I really did think that was gonna be the turn, the twist. And it was gonna be something like he actually never has a fiance because one of his things is that he has a fiance at home, you know. Yeah. But I thought, okay, fake memories or whatever, yeah. and he has like all this stuff that he like, his past is very weird. And I'm does like, does a robot, and then nothing happens. He just goes back yeah. home and calls it good. But does that him having a fiance? Did that even have any relevancy? In no, this but movie? they bring it up eight times in the movie, and they show a picture. Like you show- think that it was gonna impact the story somehow right but it really didn't because he doesn't was, die yeah. you know and think about her or something and sacrifice yeah. himself for the greater good and not one time did he talk to her right. or anything you know here's one thing this is actually quite ridiculous every movie when there's a big explosion the hero gets away oh but a lot of times when they get away it makes sense they jump through a wall there's no you way know. he should have got away there's no way he should have got away in 30 seconds so he's at the top of a silo Right, and he's like, there's catwalks, there's stairs. He's sixty feet up. Yes. When this bomb is coming in, and they're like, "Hey, man." Yeah, they're like, "Hey, man, we got ten seconds. You got to get out of there." They bomb it, and when they zoom out, they're like, "Are you okay?" He's in a car, a mile away, driving off. Like, I'm good. I. I was like, "Wait, what just happened here?" <laughs> Dad walked in when I was watching. Dad was watching this. Saw me watching this, and I was was I not saying the same stuff? I say like, there's no way that he would have got away in thirty seconds. There's no way. Well, not only did he get away in thirty seconds, which is impossible. Yeah, he was in a car a mile away. Yeah, it wasn't as like Toyota Camry yeah. or something. Yeah, it wasn't a Bugatti or something. <laughs> that... I, what? You know what else is really weird about me? I'm just not thinking about this. I noticed it during the movie, and I forgot all about it. How many Cadillacs were there? <laughs> in this movie you Ukraine during a wartime everyone drives a Cadillac Escalade mm-hmm. everyone isn't that well, weird here's the other thing don't they drive on the other side of the road over there they do 
Uh, well, why well, I can't speak for that. I've never been to Ukraine. Let me, let me look it up. Uh, what side of the road do Ukrainians drive on? They drive on the right side of the road. They, they're like us. Just like us? Yeah, okay. they're normal. So that part's okay. Because I hate movies that do that too, right. you know, where they don't drive on the same According side. According to APHIS, which is that rental car company, the Ukrainians drive on the right side of the road. Road users have to know and strictly follow traffic rules. Okay. All right. There's actually a list, worldstandards.eu, about left and right driving countries. <laughs> I'm sure in the EU that can get kind of confusing when you go from one country to the next. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then the steering wheels on the opposite side is crazy. I hate seeing that here in America where you see, like, mm-hmm. uh, people who renovate their Jeeps. Yeah, post office drivers, they renovate their Jeeps and stuff like that. Uh, so they have their own personal car be for like country UPS mm. drivers, USPS drivers. I hate seeing it. You see like a normal Jeep Wrangler, but yeah. their steering wheel is on the right side. Oh, wait. Yeah. On the right side. You're like, wait, what are you doing? You're looking all weird to me right now. Yeah. I, I, I'm just that dude. Even playing a driving video game, I don't like, the, I don't even like, even if they're trying I to be I can't think realistic. of a video game that way. Maybe Gran Turismo. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Man, you were all about those games back in the day. Oh, yeah. Even though you suck at them. But. So, ultimately, this movie sucks. I didn't like Anthony Mackie at all in this. I thought he was terrible. I thought the fight sequences were good. Sure. I did. I did like But those. his acting was awful. At parts. Yeah. He, he's this robot with humor and way too much humor. Well, but what killed me was he had a potty mouth for a five-year-old robot. Yeah. Who's very straight-laced. Yeah. It's weird. Supposed to be... Oh, and he likes opera music. Yeah. When you meet him, he's listening to opera music. Or, well, no, no. Or he classical was, music. No, it wasn't even that. He was listening to Ella Fitzgerald and Louis Armstrong. Jazz. Yes. That's what it was. I'm sorry. I said classical, yeah. whatever. It was jazz. He made but a, that's still classic right. jazz. He so. made a point to reference how jazz is the best music in the world. Mm-hmm. Right? And that he listens to it to like work or calm down. He never turns it on the rest of the movie. <laughs> There's never a point that he listens to jazz again. So why would you even waste my time in telling me that he likes jazz if he doesn't ever listen to it again? I don't need to know this guy likes jazz. Yeah. I mean, there were, sense. that was one of those things. It was just like the the fiancé. Right. I mean. It, it's unnecessary it details. Even, there was nothing. Mm-hmm. There was no reason that that right. should have been put in the movie. I'm going to ask you this, too. Did you notice one little Easter egg, if you will, at the beginning of the movie? So he, he dis- Harp disobeys the order, and he goes before, like, a council to decide his fate, you know, for judicial punishment or yeah. whatever else. And um, in the background, when he's like, this is bullshit, I had to go deploy to Ukraine or whatever, and he's talking to his superior, and he's like, this is crap. Anthony Mackie's standing behind him. Really? He was eavesdropping on their conversation. He was in a suit and tie, you know, facing the other way, eavesdropping on their conversation. Uh, and at one point, he turns around and looks at them and then walks off. I did not see that. And then later when he meets them, he's like, I picked you for this assignment. Why, why was he there? Yeah. How did he beat him to Ukraine? Yeah, that's weird. Yeah. Super weird movie. Super stupid movie, too. Yeah. But what was the budget on this one? I tried looking it up, couldn't find it. Yeah. Could not find it. Uh Damson Idris. Damson Idris 
uh, was saying this is his first high budget movie. So it was high enough budget to where this guy who's not really in movies at all thought it was high budget. I don't know. I couldn't find anything on it. Yeah. Well, the CGI should have been higher budget. It was pretty bad. Robots. Uh, but as I'm looking at IMDb about this, the one of the goofs is that Leo claims Harp has fifty six thousand flight hours, and they said to amass that many flight hours, Harp would need to fly twelve hours a day for thirteen years with no days off. But Harp only has three years of service. And he's a lieutenant. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Because so, he was a tier three. Right. He would, even if he worked 24 hours a day for, however, it'd take him six and a half years to amass that many hours. Yeah. So maybe things are different in the future, but. I might uh, have to start looking up that profession and find out what they really do. Have to get in touch right. with somebody that does that for real. Yep. This movie did not receive good reviews at all, and I'm going to give it a four out of 10. You know what? I'll, I'll, I'll. St- yeah, it was below average, that's right. for sure. So I'd say four as well. Good. Yeah. So what else are you thinking about this movie? Anything else you want to say about it? I think it generally just sucks. I just felt like the 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 script was just, just mm-hmm. bad. Right. I mean, it had potential if they could have put more, like took out the, like if they would have beefed it up and talked, had a fiance on the other line. Or, right. On the phone. Had or, her used in some way. Yeah. At all. Or. Or to matter at all. Or, like you said, the biggest thing was the twist of him being, uh, of Mackie's character being a. Right. Android, they should have put that later in the movie. Yep. Um, I think that would have enhanced it. And then the, um, the interaction that Sharp's, or Harp's character had with the other humans. Right. They could have. They could have showed that he gained more humanity. Yeah. Because by the end of it, he still didn't seem like he knew he was any more human or any more well sympathetic. No. Well, no, I can't say that because there was that one there, at the towards the um after one of the strikes. Yep. He did tr- or when the the warring factions. So it was the. It was that little I don't know the dictator type dude. Yep. And the resistance people, they were fighting each other. Mm-hmm. And he did like help all of those people get to safety. Right. There were like some innocent civilians. Yep. He did show that part. I I thought they copied that straight from the Justice League movie when they had Flash save those people in the room. Yeah. Yeah. Similarity. Yeah, that's what I felt the entire time watching that. I I still didn't feel like he gained much sympathy sympathy for everything. I feel like he's just gonna go back to doing his job wherever he goes back to, and, and he's just you know, mission over anything else yeah. kind of mindset. I yeah. don't know. I, I And again, but the one thing was the time jump sequences like right. ticked me off. Like I didn't understand how he could just end up at the silo. Oh, oh, I got, here's something that, now is there not a border between the countries? What do you mean? You remember when he left, um, when Anthony Mackie's character left? Well, no. When Harp's character, they said, you're about to hit the border. You're about to cross the border. Right. Like, was there no border control at all? Well, I... I mean, I, I know a lot of those countries don't have... Right. Walls. I've never been to the Mexican border or the Canadian border. 
So I can't speak on that too much to know whether you could drive through in certain Well, no, spots. they showed it. They showed the fencing and stuff, but right. they didn't show how he got through it. I, I couldn't tell you. You get what I'm saying? Right. I like, get what you're saying. Like, how did he cross the border? Yeah. I I don't know sometimes how that kind of stuff works. Like, do you have to go through a checkpoint to get into Mexico? Well, no, it's not even about that. There was a fence. Right. I don't know if you remember. He was looking through the fence. Right. They never showed, like, how he got through it or, or you know. Yeah, that is kind of weird. I guess I never really thought about that too much. So, I just thought, like any sensible country, they put a wall up and make the other country like pay the- for it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Were you about to say we're like the only country that does that? Because I can think of two others that have that. No, no, no. I'm saying, like, mo- the fence. Right. There's always, like, yeah. something, a fence or something. Right. But not everywhere. Because not every country, like, think of Russia or think of Afghanistan or think of any of those countries, you know? Like, you've been to Qatar and stuff. Yeah, yeah. There's not a fence going around the entire country. No, no. And there's not going to be. Right. I mean, I mean, hell, even the Great Wall of China doesn't... Go all the way across. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying. Um, but what I'm saying is there are... There should be something for the border. I mean... Sure. Right. It also depends on, like, where he crossed. Did he cross in an open field or something? Yeah, but they didn't show that. They just showed... A fence. He right. stopped the vehicle. Right. Looked and at the fence. And he's looking at the um at the nuclear or or at the silos. Yep. And um, you just see this big old fence, but you never saw any other part. Right. Of it. No, I, I get what you're saying now. Uh, there is one other thing. So they they kind of uh, what's the word I'm looking for? There's a big terrorist guy, Victor something, during this entire thing. Right. The big bad guy. The, the, the reveal. The guy that you thought was the main bad guy through right. the whole movie. What do you think of the reveal of that guy? Because they try to make it seem like it was a big deal. Like, look what actor we got to play Victor, whatever. Victor Koval. Victor Koval, thank you. Yeah. I'm trying to look right now on IMDb. And it's, oh, I found him. Um, I mean, he's an actor people know. What do you know him from? I don't know. Game Pal- of Thrones. Pal- huh? Game of Thrones. Who was in Game of Thrones? Euron Greyjoy. No, he wasn't. Yes, he was. Nuh-uh. Yeah. Come on, man. You have watched Game of Thrones oh two my or God. three times. He is. I thought you would have caught that instantly. I knew I knew him. You know Re- what? I recognized him from something, and I didn't. Yeah, so actor yeah. Pilo Asbach. Asbach. Asbach or yeah. whatever. I'm, I'm going to say right a now. Danish name. Director Mikhail Hafstrom. You wasted your time with that reveal because a true Game of Thrones fan right here didn't even catch it. <laughs> no, 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 no. They did that whole zoom in on his face and like the music got yeah. sinister. It was one of those around. deals to where I recognized them, but I didn't know from where. Yeah. I'll be honest with you. They I... definitely tried to pander to the Game of Thrones fans and they failed apparently. Yeah. Well, I guess only for you. Just me, probably. Right. So. I'm going to give this movie a 4 out of 10 and call it quits talking about this yeah. travesty of a film. Yeah, we need to quit talking before I give it a 3. Oh, <laughs> would you originally <laughs> give it a 4? Yeah, I, I agreed with you at a 4, but now that I, I saw some thought about it, I might give it a 3. It's a pretty bad movie. Yeah. Yeah, it's a waste at points. And I'll be honest with you, Jason. Whenever I first started watching it, yep. I was like, this isn't that bad. At first, I was like, Jason says that this is bad, but 
But then as I got into it, like, it's bad. wow, it's bad. It's boring. Yeah. It's super boring. And there's, yeah, we'll, we'll move on. Boring movie. Please don't watch it, anyone. If you do watch it, let us know what you think and where we're wrong or where we're right. So, yeah. So, like, if we were to, you know, go with other cr- critics out there, right. is it two thumbs down, I guess? Oh, yeah. Definitely two thumbs down. So, what have you been watching this week? Um... Oh, Grandpa's been watching Fast and the Furious. Oh, you you really like cars, though. Yeah. Yep. Oh, okay. So, yeah, you've been watching Fast and Furious and found Gal out. He's yeah. been finding out that Gal Gadot is actually in it. So, yep, good stuff, Grandpa. No, I, uh, I've uh, i watched, uh, finished watching the Godfather series. Okay. Ugh. That third one. Third one, you hard to make its way through. I I gave it a chance, but come on, it's, it's horrible. Right, it's horrible. Um, oh, oh yes, Wandavision. So I didn't watch the new episode as of today. I haven't watched that one yet. Right. So as of today, Friday the twenty ninth, there is a new the fourth episode. The fourth is out. episode is out. I will probably watch it later tonight or tomorrow, and we can talk about it next week or something. Mm-hmm. But so far, the three episodes we have are. Uh, my interest is staying peaked right now. Mm-hmm. Um, well, you know some big stuff's about to go happen that, now. Right. That's what I kind of feel. I feel like they're going to do the 80s thing, right? So episode 4, 80s. Episode 5, 90s. Episode 6, maybe 2000s or whatever. And then there's 8 or 9 episodes. So 7, 8, 9, I think are going to be where all the action's at, you know, and all the personally like, game-changing stuff will be. I think the whole TV thing's about the end. I don't think... I think even in this up. No, you think they're gonna run through the eighties, nineties, two? I don't even think they're gonna do eighties and nineties. I think oh. it's gonna. I think it. I think they're gonna go away with the TV format stuff right away. Yeah, yeah, yep. And I did see there was an interview with uh, um, what's his name? Bethany Paul Vision's Bettany. character, Paul Bettany. Bob, yeah, and he was Bethany is a woman's name. Whatever, um, you know, I didn't realize his, what his last name was. Okay, but anyway. I did see a, an interview with him where he was saying that this fourth episode is going to jumpstart everything. Okay. Well, that's good. So that means a lot of episodes to kind of get things going. He says that, it's, that it gets serious now. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm sure there's a lot to it right now. And definitely is all Wanda doing Wanda weird stuff or whatever. And the government trying to figure it all out. Or S.W.O.R.D. trying to figure it all mm-hmm. out. Have so. you seen all of the... Every episode has a commercial. Right. And they're all what? They're all, they're all Hydra or uh, Stark level stuff. Stuff from her childhood. That yeah. like would So like the Strucker watch. Strucker was the guy that Baron experimented Strucker. on her. Yeah. So like it's all her past kind of bleeding into like what she remembers. And mm-hmm. Her living in an Eastern European country like Ukraine or Sokovia or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, very poor. She probably watched these kind of sitcoms growing up and had these kind of products, commercials that she would see a lot. So yeah. she probably watched a lot of TV, Land and Comet mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So I'm interested to see how it goes. But yeah. So what do you think? Do you think that the, her. I, I, think it, I think it's a town that she took over. Uh-huh. Right. And that everything in there is it her imagination. I think the people are real. So, like, Catherine Hahn's character, the the black neighbor or whatever who comes Gertrude. Gertrude. I know Gertrude is from the real world. Yeah. She's a sword and, you know, person. No, from the I'm real saying, world. but isn't she on there? Yeah. Yeah. But I'm saying, like, all the other people, like, all her neighbors and stuff, 
she's controlling them and it's all in her head and that's why like the guy's like going through the brick wall you know because she wasn't concentrating on him and that's why he's cutting through the bricks and uh i think vision's body is that lifeless gray body from infinity war and it's just being dragged around well we'll see i don't want to yeah. do too much speculation on that but i do think um a lot of people are trying to say that Elizabeth Olsen's sisters will be in it. Mary Kate and Ashley? Yeah, that they'll make I a cameo. I, I think not. it'd be cool if they did that. Ugh, I don't need that blast from the past. Hey, come on now. Those those girls. Let me hear it. They were, no, I'm just saying, they, they meant a lot to some, like your sister. Right. Man, she had all of those VHS tapes with Whatever. those Terrible. girls. Terrible. Come on now. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this week's episode of the Recreational Critics Podcast, where we review streaming service films with unqualified opinions. Next week, we're going to do what movie? You already forgot. We no, just I just talked about it. Uh, it's at the tip of my tongue. Uh huh. Go ahead and say it. Is it at the tip of your littlest tongue? Yeah, it's the movie that has Denzel. I forget the, the Little name Things. I try to give you a hint there. Yeah. The Little Things are on Denzel Washington, Rami Malik, and somebody else. I can't remember now, but it doesn't matter. Those two guys are pretty big names. Yeah. So. Join us next week where we review that movie on Amazon Prime, I, I think, maybe. Who, who knows? If you want to reach the show, don't forget to reach us at Twitter and Facebook at, at RecCriticsPod, or you can email us at RecreationalCritics at gmail.com. Uh, and whoever Connie is, stop making spam emails to us. <laughs> Super annoying. We get all kinds of weird crap. All right. Got anything else you want to add? Nothing. Just be positive. Yeah. 2021, baby. Oh, here we go again. <laughs> Thank you, Grandpa, for being in the studio today, just patiently waiting for us to shut up so he can get out. (laughs) But, all right, thanks, everyone. Have a good one. Bye.